What is up, everybody? We're back. I'm George Mozzie. It's the George Mozzie Show. Um, say hello to my co-host, Didi. So, Seeking Brother Husband, Season 1, Episode 5. One episode away from the finale. Um, we have a lot to talk about. This is Part 2. We ran out of... We actually went over on time last one. So, we're going to try to keep it together on this one. So, Kim and Dustin and Vincent. Um, we're going to talk about this situation because we didn't get Vincent this episode. But we did see a different side of Kim. Kim has a struggle with her family. And growing up in a very um, traditional Christian family, this lifestyle has been very difficult to maintain a relationship with her family. So the only person that she really talks to in her family is her brother, Mike, who is the only one open-minded enough to be able to understand and listen and tolerate her lifestyle, which I think it's horrible. I do, but I also know I was raised in a religious cult and I know that anything that you do outside of the religion and what they tell you to do, it's, it's very difficult for people to be open-minded in, um, especially in Christian and those type of religions. It's, it's whatever you're supposed to do and you never stray from that. So I don't, I totally get it, but I still hate the fact that she doesn't have her family. She can't have her family on the phone. She can't have her family over. She's just, she's alone. And it's like, yes, she chose this lifestyle and it, it, alienated her but i still feel like she's a human being and i feel sad for the fact that she's going through that and we watched her plan a cookout with her brother and hopefully her whole family is what she was hoping for and she even asked her brother mike to put in a good word just so she could have them over not necessarily to talk about the lifestyle just to have a family outing you know together if they wanted to ask questions that would have been okay but if they just wanted to visit and see her and just be around their grandson and just be there that's all she really wanted and i feel like that's such a human thing to want to have your family and your son to be around their grandparents and unfortunately they decided not to come and it was very hard to watch because Yes, she did choose the polyandry lifestyle, but is that a reason to disown a family member? Is that a reason to stop talking to someone? Is that a reason to avoid seeing your grandson? Like, I don't feel that way. And it's just a sad situation. And, you know, a lot of the shows that we watch, there's a lot of alienation of families and people not accepting and not understanding the choices that people make. And I feel like in 2023, should we still be living in a world where we don't talk to people because of something that they do or practice. Like I feel like it's definitely something that we need to stop in this tracks. And it's like, we can love someone and not support what they're doing. Like we can understand what someone is doing, but not want to do it ourselves. Like there's so many different ways to be supportive without, you know, condoning. And I just feel like her family is not open to giving her a chance of just being their daughter. You know, you don't have to look at her as Kim who practices polyandry. She's Kim, your daughter, and just have that relationship there. And I just feel like, unfortunately, she's missing out on that. Exactly. And the saddest part about it is, you know, put Kim aside, put Dustin aside. Their little boy is, you know, he's missing out being around his uh, his grandparents, around his other family members. And that's not fair to him. And, you know, they need to put, like you said, their differences, you know, aside and come together as a family, whether they accept it or not. You know, there's a lot of things, you know, that I don't accept in my family uh, or family members, but I don't judge them on it. That's them. They can do whatever they want as long as they're happy, they're safe, they're healthy. That's all that matters to me. And 
2023. We need to be the same way. And it's just, it's sad. And and then, you know, she was saying, you know, her, her dad is a, a pastor and her mom is a secretary at the church. I get it. They're old school. They, mm-hmm. you know, the old schoolers, they want to live exactly, you know, how the Bible says that, you know, you should live. But I mean, it's 2023. Nobody lives like the Bible says you need to live. Come on. Seriously, that's your daughter. Like, come on. I agree. It just needs to, they need to just accept her as their daughter. And whatever her lifestyle choices are, that's irrelevant. Like her brother, Mike, like he's like, I have questions. He's like, I don't fully understand it, but she's my sister and I love her and I'm going to be there for her. And I wish that her whole family could do the same because it's like at some point, you just have to learn to love the person. And I think the Bible said, love the sinner, you know, not the sin. You know, you can love anyone no matter what they're doing. You can still love them. Their mistakes do not define who they are. And I'm not saying, first of all, I'm not saying that what she's doing is a mistake. I'm just saying the Bible is saying no matter what people do, no matter if they make mistakes or not, if they live a certain way, you love them, the person. The problems that you have with them are irrelevant, and that's between them and the higher power. You know, so hopefully we're going to see well, maybe not. There's only one episode left. I was like, hopefully we can see her um, interact with her family and at least just get some contact with them. But maybe not. Maybe next season. And hopefully, you know, we get some closure with Vincent because I know Vincent has been struggling in this and we didn't get him in this episode. So I know that he's been distancing himself from, you know, Dustin and Kim because he's really trying to wrap his head around what he wants to do and how he wants to proceed in this relationship. So we're going to probably see next week, you know, what he decides to do. Is he going to walk away from this? Is it going to be proven too much for him to handle? Or is he going to try to make it work as she continues to date? You know, because she said that he has to be okay with it. And I, I, I really do respect Kim because she doesn't want to proceed unless everyone is comfortable. And I think that is so important because this is a different type of lifestyle, but she makes sure that everyone involved is comfortable and happy. And I kind of feel like Elisa should take notes, right? Like, I feel like it's very important that everyone is comfortable before you move forward. And it's like, I don't know if Mike is comfortable. So Kim, maybe give Elisa a text, you know, and just say, hey, (laughs) make sure that everybody is okay to move forward before you continue, you know, full speed ahead on that train, just so everybody is on the same page. Exactly. Um, but from what I'm seeing so far, Vincent is already mentally and emotionally detached itself from the relationship. And he's done said a couple of times that he he cannot stand around and watch her be with someone else. And if that's the healthiest thing for him to do, I support him 100 percent. So whatever is healthy for you, that has to be the direction that you go. You have to do what's best for you and your mental health and your emotions. So if that's what Vincent wants to do, I want that for him. I want him to find the person who's going to love him fully and he's going to be 100 percent happy in that relationship. Sometimes compromising is too much. And for him having Kim date all these other people whether it's one guy, two guys, three guys, it doesn't matter how many, that's a compromise he's not willing to do. And I'm I'm with him on that. You only can take the compromises and do the compromises that you are okay doing. And if you're not in that place, walk away. It is nothing wrong with choosing yourself at the end of the day, if that's going to make you happy. Let's talk about Shara and Patrick and Noble. And well, we didn't get Patrick in this episode, but we got Shara and she things are getting kind of serious with Valentino, which is interesting because he's not really ready for children. And that's kind of Shara's 
goal, but it's been two months and they're still long distance, but he has been visiting and they are going on dates and they are having serious conversations about, you know, how the relationship would work, who would migrate to where. And the children thing is still on the table. Like Valentino said, he's not ready now, but that doesn't mean he wouldn't be ready in the future, which I guess is enough for Shara to want to move forward, you know, in this relationship. And she wants to, interestingly, end it with Noble before she really starts the serious relationship with Valentino, which is very ironic because this is a polyandry situation, meaning that you can have multiple partners. So the idea that she wants to end a relationship to start a relationship kind of goes against the practice of polyandry in itself, right? Because I was like, wait, you want to end it with him so you can start a new relationship? That's kind of monogamy, isn't it? Like, I think it's more so that she said in this episode that she's tried to end it with Noble before. And he just wouldn't accept it. She's like, he he won't let her cut him loose. He just keeps sticking around. And I think that compatibility is an issue here with them. They're just not compatible. And he didn't get along with Patrick. And he was just not a good fit for the family. And it's almost like they've been trying to rid him of this situation. And it's like, she's like, I got to get rid of him somehow. And she's like, we've tried, they've tried kicking him out of the house. They've tried, they've, they've tried lots of different things and he's still around and he still wants to be there. And now that she wants to move forward with Valentino and there's an option of having a child in the future, she was like, well, I need to rid him now of the situation completely. And I think that Noble took it, you know, he's just like, I feel like you're switching me out. I feel like you're swapping me and replacing me. And I feel hurt. And Shara reacted pretty negatively. She was like, I don't really like the idea of him feeling unneeded or unwanted or unloved. But, you know, breaking up is hard. You know, sometimes you have to just say how you feel. You can't string somebody along if you don't really love them. You can't keep them around if you don't really want them there. And the way that she felt, I was like, this polyandry lifestyle, you're going to have to make a lot of decisions like this, you know, because when someone isn't making you happy, you kind of have to break it off. And she's not good at breaking it off because she says she's been trying to break up with him for a while. So I'm, I'm not sure how strong and tough she is for these type of situations. Well, she's been saying since the first episode that she did not want to be with him anymore she's even said that um she only she only seen him seen him as a fling um you know they got together during the the covid you know he they got in a relationship fast they then he moved in the home with them he was supposed to live in the um in the basement and then patrick didn't approve of him and he wasn't supposed to be around and he wasn't following rules he wasn't doing the chores so she goes and she finds someone else and when she goes to break up with Noble, she starts crying. Why are you crying? Like, <laughs> isn't this what you wanted? Like, why are you upset? It, it, it I had to scratch my head on that one. Seriously? So because she, <laughs> she definitely made sure that we all understood this was never going to work between her and Noble. So when it was time to cut it off, and cut off communication. And I think it might actually work this time because Noble said it right at the end. He's like, there won't be much communication between them anymore. He's not going to want to be friends. He doesn't want to be a part of their life. Maybe that's going to be the way to end it because he always was around and he would always pop up and they would always see each other. And that maybe made it difficult to end the relationship. But now she, you know, he's hurt now. He's like, well, you know what? I don't want to be your friend. 
I don't want to have communication. If this is how you feel, this is going to be over. And maybe that is going to make this easier on her because it does seem like she has a soft spot for him because she's tried to break up with him before. And lo and behold, he's still around and she's made it clear that there's no future there. So I'm not sure why continuously lets him back in knowing all of the negativity that he brought into her home situation, into the relationship. And it was never serious. And she would never have a baby with him. And not just because of the sickle cell trade, just in general, she doesn't want to have a baby with him. So I think this is going to be the best move for her, but her emotions made it look as though she was making a bad decision. So like you said, we don't know where she is in here like in her mind we don't know where she is because on the outside she knows she's doing the right thing but on the inside she gave us a different look you know i get it you know she doesn't like hurting people's feelings i get it you know but i mean this is what we've heard every you know every episode that she doesn't want to be with him and now she's you know she's with valentine and he's talking about you know yes having a child is on the table not right now He's more focused on working on their relationship, you know, seeing where they going first, um, seeing what kind of relationship they're going to have. He's he's worried about making the, the family, you know, come together as as one. OK, well, if she booted Noble to the side, what my team think that if he doesn't give her what she wants, she's going to replace him like Noble said. She okay. She said that um, she didn't want him to think that uh, he was being um, replaced because she's not the one being replaced. Noble said, "You know, you don't feel this because you're not the one being replaced. You're replacing me with someone else. So who's to say that she's not going to replace Valentine with someone? And is this really a polyandry relationship? I mean." The way, because how she keeps talking about uh, a baby, a baby, a baby, that's all she's talking about is a baby. She's, I have yet to hear her once say that she is wanting a stable relationship with someone else. The only thing she's looking for is just someone to give her a baby. That's it. True. So is it really polyandry? Maybe not. All right, guys, we run out of time. So we'll be back next week because we're going to talk about the finale of Seeking Brother Husband. And hopefully maybe we'll have somebody from the show on and we talk about it firsthand and get like a firsthand account of what we didn't get to see and maybe some questions that we have. So I'll reach out to them and see if anybody wants to come on so we can talk about that. Um, I'm George Mossy. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, please follow my co-host, DD2. Her links are right here at the bottom. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon.